Dr. No is what I feel like. Dr. No by the ROC, man. If you don't know about that, you better get hip to it. But look, that's not what we're talking about tonight. Tonight, I'm a very special guest tonight, man. McNasty and I go way back. Way, way, way back. Some of you weren't even born yet, is how far me and McNasty go back. Long way back. Matter of fact, he, he flew out here and uh, spray painted the Magic Ninja logo at the abandoned schoolhouse. It's true. We'll talk to him about that tonight. But yeah, man, he's an underground vet. Underground vet, man. He's uh, he's worked with everybody. He is uh, he's got numerous records out, numerous accolades. He's also a, a, a talented graphic artist. He did my album cover, my last album cover. Um, Man, he's just a super, super talented dude, and he is has been a loyal uh, member of the underground for a long fucking time, 20 years at least. So uh, we're gonna talk to McNasty in a little bit, man. But first, I just wanted to uh, I wanted to um, introduce you to McNasty and play a music video, and then uh, hopefully we'll get him on the line as soon as uh, as soon as the video's over, man. So uh, check it out. This one's called Selfie. And welcome back to Wicked 101. I got my motherfucking homie McNasty in the building. McNasty, say what up, though. What up, Defect? I'm here with my dog, Machete. So if it looks like I'm Machete. Yeah, I'm acting a fool over here. He's he's over here. He's acting a fool. Machete's in the building. What kind of dog is that? The wickedest chihuahua. He's wanting all kinds of attention. Right. He's like, I want to be in the fucking live stream, man. Come on, dad. He he usually he likes, usually to, likes to, to sit, sit at, the at the desk when 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 we're mixing, when we're mixing or, or writing. Writing, so, so he's not used to he's not used to not being at the desk. desk. Right. So what's good with you, man? How you been? What's uh? Man, tell, man. Me, tell me what's going on in the world of McNasty. I'm 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 blessed, I'm blessed and staying busy. And busy. So so. Like McNasty's, like McNasty's not full time for me, for so me, like I work so for a marketing, marketing agency. agency. Like like we're blowing, we're blowing up. up. Like like having, having incredible growth, growth this, year. this year. So I'm so super, super excited about that. that. And then the world, the world of McNasty, of McNasty uh, got, some uh, got some gigs coming up, coming up making some making new some music with DJ Scatterbrains, who's done all the Struggle Jennings and Jelly Roll records recently. So I'm like really excited about that. Um, um, doing some doing some doing animation, animation now, now too. Uh, still, uh, working still working for Underground, for underground hustling. hustling. Doing stuff doing for Dillo weight, weight belts, belts man. I, man, I, I just I stay just hustling. hustling. Clearly, I mean you're doing a little bit of everything, man. You got your hands in a lot of a lot of pots. But, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. I gotta tell you, man. I, I haven't. Uh, I, I lost my fucking notes. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. I lost my notes, so I don't. I don't have. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna be, we're gonna be flying by the seat of our pants. All right, I'm going for that. I accidentally, I accidentally deleted them. Oh, oh. I had like a okay. bunch of questions and shit. So we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know go for memory and shit. But look, I think uh, I, uh, I, uh, I I think I deleted, I deleted the first forty bars of my one hundred and one when I first started writing it. I had to start over, but it's okay. It's better now. Better now. So so you're actually going to take the the wicked one hundred and one challenge proposed by Staples tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, I got an exclusive bad mind beat. So, so if it goes off, we'll we'll release it as a as a as a track. 
Nice. But, uh, but, uh, so you, but, uh, but otherwise, otherwise it'll stay it'll forever stay on the forever internet on in infamy, infamy on this show. On this show. Oh man. See, I, I'm just I'm really glad that somebody decided to partake in Staples Challenge because for those that don't know, a couple episodes back, my buddy Staples, uh, he decided to challenge the underground and uh, tell everybody to spit 101 bars live. You know, no no cuts, no Pro Tools, no nothing, just spit it live on a live stream. And uh, McNasty's gonna take the challenge tonight, man. He's got 101 bars ready to go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Are you nervous? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm like, ready. Super, I'm like nervous. super nervous. I don't, I don't think I've, got, think I've gotten, gotten through it. Through it. Without without flubbing up. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll see. We'll see. Like, like I, you know, I I, I watched Staples. Uh, <laughs> he actually practiced it several times. You know, and he, he like nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. And then when it was live, there was a couple little, couple yeah, little things yeah. that he could do better. But I can see that happening. I'll still, push over my tongue. He still killed it, man. He still killed it. But uh, Big Nasty, yeah. Well, you want to do that a little later? You want to just get it? Yeah, we'll do it later. Like, like, like I mean, I mean, okay. Like, I mean, I'm leaving it up to you because it's a lot of pressure. Give people a reason to watch, right? Right. I mean, I mean, right. Stick around, stick around. So, Wicked One Hundred One is all about the history of uh, of the underground and of oh, the yeah. stuff oh, we yeah. have on here. So, for those that don't know, let's start at the beginning, man. The very, very beginning. Where, when do you, when did you, uh, when did you get into this game, and uh, what got you into this game? Um, um Mike, Mike Clark, Clark Funhouse, Funhouse rap, rap contest got me into, got this, me into this game. Like, like what, what I was, was, I was, uh, ninety uh, nine. Ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand, probably. I want to say it was two thousand because because in two thousand one, we went to we the, went to the, the second, second gathering, gathering, and he was there. there. They had like and had some like funhouse fun merch, merch. So I want to so say, say that it was two thousand. That contest, that contest was. was. And, uh, and uh, did, that did that contest? I think there was like a group called OH Writers. There was a guy named Doctor Giggles. He was in that contest. Um. There was a group there called Livewire that, that sounded suspiciously, suspiciously, suspiciously like half breed. Like half breed. Um, um, but yeah, that but was yeah, that was it. That like was I was it. in like punk bands band and stuff up until that point. That I, got point. I got a little four track recorder. recorder. Uh, I started uh, getting beats off of mp3.com. Started rapping, making really terrible mixes. But my friends were like, "You kind of got something there." And then I talked to Mike Clark, and he's like, "Your hooks are good. Work on your verse." Down the path. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit. Am I here? Am I here? You are here. You are in fact right, here. Just there right. was a little. I was getting word from uh, the peanut gallery that uh, there might be uh, some very bad delay on the live stream uh, of your voice. And, oh no! Uh, no. Yes. So I don't know what the fuck that's about. Uh, let me. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that's about, bro. But uh. Fuck. Because <laughs> I don't hear it. Like, on my end, I don't hear it at all. So I don't know. Uh, I'm being told it's like an echo. Can you hear the echo? I, I can't hear, I can't an, hear echo. an echo. You're, you're using headphones, right? Yeah. yeah I, ain't I ain't going through the speaker, through the speaker or nothing. Or nothing. Like, strictly, strictly into this strictly earbud, earbud right here. Right here. All right. Hang tight one second, man. Um, I don't know if anybody else hears it. If you're in the chat, man... Do you hear the echo on McNasty? Because we need to address that if you do. It might just be uh, my, my my friend that's fucking up. Yes, they do hear it. Okay. 
All right, well, let's uh, let's cut to a quick... I hate to do that, but uh, I don't know what the fuck the problem is. Um, neither, neither. Hold on one second here. Uh, maybe I'm too, maybe high, I'm definition. too high definition. That's got to be what it is, man. It's got to be what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, it's really weird. That's so weird. It says, like... I see, I see people saying, saying Ron, Ron Jones says, says there's an echo. Bad mind says there's like an echo, like a delay. Like I yeah, slapped a slug in on myself. myself. Yeah, well, he didn't, so there's really no reason for that. Um, hold on. Bear with me, y'all. Bear with me, y'all. I'm going to fix this. Fuck. I'm just going to smile. Yeah, I don't know. Let's cut to a break real quick, and then uh, we'll come back. I'm going to play another video, and uh, we'll see All if right, we can right. fix it. All right? Cool, cool. All right, McNasty, say something, man. Yo, gotta, yo. I think I, I, think I might have got it fixed. People in the chat, let us know if it's fixed. Yo. But while we're waiting for the final answer on that, let's, 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 uh, let's try to move on. All right. So, we'll, we'll so, where, so where were we? We were, but you were about to tell us your story. About I, how you got I was talking about like I just I started making horrible music on uh, MP3.com, and I got a little bit of a of a of a of a fan base. I, I wouldn't call it a fan base. I call it a friend base. There was like a, like a few people, and one of them was like a guy named Philip from like Writers.com. And so he got me associated with like the Juggalo crowd because I was in this Mike Mike Clark contest, and um, I was really new to the Juggalo scene then because I think my first show was like a bizarre, bizarre tour show. So it was like I was like coming straight out of punk rock and then right into that because we had like a group of friends like uh, they're married now. Steve and Angie Bayman got me into uh, ICP and all that other shit, and then I entered that Mike Clark contest and it kind of just snowballed from there got on the writers.com um found real malenko 500 and then like eventually made my way to uh horrorcore.com and that's uh i kind of found like a group of uh of like-minded rappers there and you know people that i could collaborate with and then also a bunch of sick artists you know lu cypher and q strange and like sick side was was doing shit then like it was crazy i'm getting word that the echo is fixed i'm sorry about that guys holy Excellent. shit what are you gonna do though man what are you gonna do um so uh so when you you got started but uh what was the what was the let's start let's start like the beginning of the career like what was the first album you put out it's called delusions of grandeur and it had like some jacked beats it had some like dr dre diss on there and like you know when you first start rapping you think like you man i'm the fucking shit i'm dissing all these mainstream motherfuckers like i don't even know what i was thinking you know i think i dissed dr dre on a dr dre beat but then i had some like shit where it was over like an exhibit um paparazzi beat those mikey clark free beats off of mp3.com were definitely on there 
and it was recorded i swear to god i downloaded the mp3s onto the computer and then i recorded the mp3s onto a cassette because i had like a cassette four track machine and so i recorded took these 128 kilobyte mp3s like horrible sound quality put them onto cassette recorded vocals then ran those vocals live into like Winamp and recorded my put my songs back digitally onto the computer. Wow. I thought I thought my so, first recording setup was bad, but that, that sounds dude, that worst. sounds horrible. And I had like a, a dynamic like a SM58, right? Like dynamic microphone. And I had that for like the first like records I did. And then I finally got like a sure uh like actual like studio condenser, condenser type microphone. Yeah. yeah. I started with an SM58 on my first record too, actually. I had uh, I, pl- I, pl- I plugged uh, I plugged the mic directly into the, my 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 beatbox and then the beatbox went out to the little mini jack of my sound card and that that was my first recording setup. My have I come a long way. Oh man, like I like if it was today and I was doing the same shit that I was then, like I probably would be done with like my first six songs because people would just be like no this is the worst you are the worst this is absolutely horrible but luckily like i had people around me that (laughs) that were like told me what was good and told me what was bad because i could hear it you know what i'm saying like i would listen to my records on on a cd and then i would switch the cd and it would be like a necro disc and it's like why is his his sound so much like louder and like cleaner like what can i do and so like i just like learned by listening to others right you know just to get where i wanted to be right so uh that the first record was what 2001 yeah first and second record two like i did triskaidekaphobia which was like the second record and like man i thought i made it like i went to dallas and i had these cds and fago lovers was like big enough like pre-order the cd and mcnasty will give you a shout out on the disc and like i went to dallas and i saw scotty d at a show and i I think he had a big yellow truck or somebody had like a big ass pickup truck and they played the record in it and i thought i had made it because this person with this big booming sound system was playing my music i was like this is there's no better feeling in the world but then you know it just you know as as you achieve milestones like it's like man this you can get this like this is like this is the shit so right well, what? Uh, and then, uh, so, so the second album was uh, how do you how the fuck do you say that? Triskaidekaphobia. It's what? the fear of the number thirteen. You know, and like wow. you know, and this is like two thousand and one, and I think like I'm thinking like, oh man, I'm the fuck, I'm so fucking clever, you know. And it's like nowadays, I would think it's like super like cliche. But are you really afraid of the number thirteen? No, man. Like I, my my name is McDaniel. My last name's McDaniel. So right. 13 is the letter M. Like, there's been so many serial. Chris McDaniel is 13 letters, but like, historically, like, serial killers like Jeffrey Dahmer, it's like 13 letters in their name. Like, like it's like a thing. Uh, you can, like, I, Jeffrey Dahmer is the first one that pops in my head, but a ton of serial killers with 13 letters in their name. Um, just one of those things where I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know? And so there was a, you know, a lot of killer songs on that record right and those uh i'm looking at your discogs right now uh 
and it says that those were released on Rida's Records. Is that just your... Uh... Yeah, that's Rida's.com. That's like Phil, the, like the guy that like brought me in. Like He's like, I'm doing this thing, and like I got Dr. Giggles, and I think he had like maybe TBMA, Black Medicine Artist. I want to say he was over there before like Infinite Illusion. Man, it's been so long. It's like 18 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I... like that's when like, Class, Class was a contributor on that website. He went by MK, and then I recorded Class's first rap ever. Drove my shitty setup down to a dorm room in Denton, Texas. <laughs> and we were recording on Cool Edit Pro with a Shure KSM 32 microphone, like at a little like Behringer mixer, and like birth MK. He was MK at the time. He did his first, like he did his first show, like we. We did a uh, full scale riot was the EP that we did. Uh, that was his EP. No, no, it was it was ours together. Like we did a group. Effort. Oh, you and Class did. Uh, yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. There's some history right yeah. there. So you you and Class did an album together called Full Scale Riot. That was the name of the band, or Full Scale Riot was the name of the group, and uh, Renaissance of the Masses was the was the name of the EP. What does that even mean, Renaissance of the Masses? Is that is that like audio that like if somebody watching and wants to hear they could go out and find that or is that is that oh, like man. hidden in the You know world? you know what what's fucking scary is you can go on on YouTube and there's a like at the second second gathering, second third gathering, like they had like a, a karaoke booth that you could like record like a karaoke video to and so you could use other people's music but i had our songs and so there's a video of me in class on youtube i'm wearing like a hula skirt and some fucking punk rock wig and we're doing that it was the third gathering uh and i, I remember that i remember that yeah. i think i partook in that too but when i tried to transfer the videotape it got eaten up yeah but. we're gonna bring back fsr like I see Scotty D and Pat, we're bringing back FSR. But my lazy ad, like, class is the most hardest working rapper. There's like two rappers that I think are like the hardest working, churn out the most content, and it's Menacide and Class. Yeah. And like, class has given me like nine tracks, and I think I've done four of them. And so like, as soon as I get done with 101 bars and a couple more songs for Southern Kane, Shifting gears, gonna finish that EP, and people will get some FSR. Crazy. That's like, dope, man. I'm so blessed to like have like so much, you know, like available to me, and like I want to do it all. And part of me wanting to do it all is, you know, getting to it so I can do it all. Right. Man, that's dope. I didn't even know that. I'll have to go back and listen to that. Um, oh, you don't want to. It's that bad. I mean. There are some like concepts in there that are really good, but it's just like audio wise. It's like, I don't think I, I was acceptable audio wise until bootleg in 2004. So it like took like another year and a half. Are you talking about the recording quality or the rapping? The recording quality. I mean, the rapping, you know, could be better, but I, I just feel like the recording quality is just, it's suffered so much on that early stuff. Well, look, man, you got to start somewhere, you know, and as long as long as you're uh, progressing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's history, you know, and, and, and honestly, like, it's funny because like guys like you have these connections to, to, to other guys in the game that I've talked to that 
I didn't even know about. Like, I already interviewed class, and I don't remember us talking about that. I think he did, because... Oh, did he? Yeah, he said, like, I'm pretty sure he was talking, like, I was really, like, I was, like, super proud, because he was talking about how I brought him into the game, kind of, you know? Like, I gave him I have a to go revisit that, man. Holy yeah. shit. You know, I've done so many of these, man. Sometimes it's hard to remember all the little details. You talk for three fucking hours, like, you know. Everyone is, you know, everyone is like inter, you know, intertwined. That's what I was trying to say. Like, yeah. It's, it's so crazy because, you know, I, you know, have been up to Saginaw multiple times when, you know, uh, Jody was doing his stuff and uh, uh, Bedlam was playing out at the watering trough. You know, I've done multiple shows up there. V's uh, psychopathic release party. Yeah, I remember that. It's crazy. That same year that me and class did that that video where I'm wearing a hula skirt uh, is that is the year of the MC contest. Right. The, for that, uh, it was uh, uh, V, Rotten, and myself up there on that big stage for those finals, which is crazy because I, I swore that that shit wasn't going to happen for me. Because as soon as that I was in line for the MC contest, I was probably like six people away from being on stage, and then they, the tear gas shit happened, and I was like, "This is I'm not, I'm not gonna it's not gonna happen for me," you know? Right. Like so certain, like if I get this chance, I'm gonna make something of it. And, right. You know, then that tear gas shit happened, but luckily came back the next day and was able to get on stage. I think I was like a couple acts after Bedlam, and I was like, "Well, shit, you now V's here." Bedlam's here, you know, Rotten is killing it, like, I hope I got a chance, but, you know, they saw something in me, put me up on the final stage, so. Hey, man, yeah. look, that that's that's history right there, man, and, uh, you know, it's crazy, because it could have went any way, any, any, any which way of those three, yeah. any of the, any, any three of you guys could have went on to do, you know, an album with them, and it would have totally fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, Rotten was dope. V was dope. You were dope. You know, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I actually missed that uh, that finalist thing. Um, but didn't you, I, I, if I remember the story correctly, I wasn't there, like I said, so I, I may be totally wrong. But didn't you, uh, weren't you the one that came out and, like, uh, gauged the crowd? What do you mean? I don't know. I thought I, I thought I heard that you would come out and like, you know, like cheer for this person, cheer for that, you know, like got them to like uh, gauge the, gauge the response, that, or that wasn't you. I don't. I don't think that was. I would have been too modest to do that unless I was drunk. <laughs> but I couldn't have been drunk. But I, I had ninjas on stage with me. My like uh, my friends came out to the gathering with me, and um, Martin and Danny, uh, Angie and Steve. And like they were all dressed up as ninjas up on the stage and like I had a little skit in the middle of my performance where they would you know ask me to show skill and so like it was like it was like really like it had to be like perfectly timed because their their vocals were all recorded so they're in the ninja mask and they don't have a mic or anything so they're just like mimicking as saying shit right and then I would come in with the vocal and I would have to time my vocal perfectly to fit between the next time that they start talking. Right. So it was like, I felt like I pulled a stunt, but you know, it's like, it's those little things like as an artist, like 
you can appreciate for yourself but like the crowd will never know but it's like magic you know so yeah the crowd doesn't know that you yeah the crowd doesn't know the intricate details of how hard it was to pull off you know yeah oh man so so we kind of got up ahead of ourselves didn't we um so uh full scale riot i was gonna ask you something else about that so it was just the one project you did together with with, with class Oh yeah, yeah. The one we just did one, yeah. And then I did I recorded like his entire uh celebrity death album. He came up to Oklahoma and I recorded that album with him. That like, was, he did That was much later, wasn't it? Yeah, cuz he did a he did a solo album called Anarchaic first and then he did Celebrity Death. And I want to say Celebrity Death was after 2006. Maybe it was 2000 2006 it was it was later but i was still down in lawton so it had to be like before it had to be before like 07 because i had moved up right one in oklahoma so yeah so what'd you do what'd you do after the um the full scale riot it was um I, according to this it's bootlegging my own shit yeah i did a like like I, I always wanted to make a record like an album but it's like tough to make an album when you don't have any direction or any kind of like, production like like back then like i was like getting beef off of like soundclick.com and like making uh um making music with like acid pro and making my own beats with that and like but nothing ever had like a consistent sound and you know when you get free beats off the internet like it would be like hit and miss as far as like quality goes, especially back then when you didn't have like access to like places like BeatStars and Airbit and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I put out the bootleg in my own shit. It was just like a compilation of like random songs that I'd done. And then right around that time when I put that out, we went to Baltimore for some uh, DVD release called Juggle F on Wicked. And then I think the guy's name was was shizzy or skizzy or one of those one of those something izzy i feel like and, i vaguely uh, remember that and that's where i met fall guy so that's where i met intrinsic and he was you know we just like kind of clicked up there you know about you know business and like i was doing my own graphic design and i was recording myself and you know, he was starting to do get into where he was doing his own solo rap shit so that's uh that was the journey from from the 2002 gathering into the next level was going to Baltimore and meeting intrinsic and then we kind of just been fucking with each other ever since so like 15 years now so uh you kind of glossed over though I mean that around that time 2002 2003 uh-huh. I mean there was you you were uh, technically you were you were uh, running with Fallen Entertainment, right? Yeah, yeah, that was like Jody and uh, Priest out of Chicago. What do you remember from that time? Yeah. Was it a uh, was it a positive was time like, or was it a? Like uh, there, you know, I was really young in the game there, so like like there was like big aspirations from from those guys. And they put out a double CD called Wicked Forever. And I just want to say, maybe it was one of the first, like, 
underground horror core like wicked music compilation. Um, but there was also another label at the time called White Devil Productions, WDP, that was doing the same kind of thing. Like they had like Teacher Killers and uh, Mastermind Unfinished Business, where they were like putting out compilations. But with Fallen, like they had this whole like grand grand scheme of like everybody puts out an EP, and there was a place called DollarCD.com back then and they would press your cd for a dollar inside of a paper sleeve with artwork and everything and the artwork was all black and white so like everyone had like a real um consistent look to like the whole label putting out um uh cd like those ep collections and then like apparently they made like some mini of like pieces of a broken man singles that songs that never ended up on the final album but I never knew that that came out and then it popped up on Discogs and dude a couple dudes had it and I don't know like it was like overall like the ending was, was bad because you know of you know things that came to light right like, right right but like like I would say like overall it was you know a good experience for me because you kind of learn really quickly what these underground labels have to offer you which is not much you know yeah <laughs> you know like like everyone says they have a label but it's like if you're not you know lsp you know you're probably not doing a whole lot for your artists besides you know letting them tack a you know a name or you know associate you know the label associating with artists you know might hate to talk talk bad about you know about things but you know overall sometimes it's like the people that run it if they're not artists it's more like a, a, an ego trip for them just to be associated with people right. especially if they're not contributing anything like financially or you know a you know strategy wise right to get that you know artist you know out there um but you know there are you know there are underground labels that are really you know, functioning that that do well for their people. You know, Shrunken Head and LSP or like you know, off the top of my head, or like you know, two that you know are, are still under underground and are doing the right things for their artists. Right. Well, the only reason I went back to that is because you know that's a part of your career that I was kind of kind of around for. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. like, like, I, I mean, back, back then, uh, when you, when you were fucking with Jody and them, uh, like that was my studio there, you know, like I, uh, that was all my equipment, you know? Um, cause oh, we, wow. yeah. Cause we, we, uh, me and Jody were, well, we were supposed to be working together, but he, he kind of, uh, uh, I won't. I won't go down that rabbit hole. But the point is, <laughs> the point is, I made thick beats on that keyboard. What was that? It was a. Uh, that was an ASRX. ASRX, yeah. yeah. I made some beats. And I made like Ghetto Devil from beats on that thing. Do you remember that red box that was in there? The ASRX Pro, the, the beat machine. Yeah. Yeah, that was mine. <laughs> oh man, I had that. That's something I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, 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 and I learned how to sequence like a beat on the spot there. I never used, I've never used that machine before, and I learned how to sequence it without, you know, having any, um, you know, access to YouTube. Right. Well, it got to a point where I, I was, I was kind of sidelined out of my own studio because there was so much shit going on in there. 
and um, I ended up pulling all my shit out of there toward the end of it, you know. But that's a whole other day. Um, the the point is, I I was kind of like, I was kind of there for that aspect, and uh, I just I just kind of wanted to hear, uh, you know, your thoughts on that that era. But we can move on. Yeah, um, I mean, like, I mean, V got V had an album, and like. I think that like Morningstar was Morningstar came out on Fallen. They did shit with it, you know, and they did they did put out records. But at the end of the day, it's like I think that there were too many, too many artists and not enough focus. On, you know, they should have just focus on B, you know, yeah. and put all of their resources into that, you know, instead of you know trying to do the whole like eighteen EPs and yeah, dealing no. with like all those different artists. For sure. I mean, that was. I mean, aside from what happened with uh, Priest, I mean, obviously that was, you know, a whole other topic of discussion. But uh, I think that was kind of their downfall. You know, is that they try to take on too much too quick. Um, so what was uh, so after that? Um, you know, I'm, I'm just looking at your discogs here. I mean, there's it goes on for fucking days. I mean, we'll be here for three fucking hours just going through yeah, all yeah. these albums. You know, but. Um, you know, I see Bootleg in 2004. I see uh, an album you did with uh, Menacide from the Sticks to the 616. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that, man. What, I mean, how, how long have you been knowing Menacide, man? I want to say, so I want to say 2003 for Menacide because in 2004 we put out Heavy Hitters Spring Training. And then on Bootleg in 2004, I have a song called Heavy Hitters. And like Menacide was supposed to be on it, but didn't get the verse in by the time uh, we went to press. And so I just press, put it out with like one verse and one hook and called it a day. And that's like those bootlegging albums. It's just like a lot of it's like complete songs or uh, if I did a song with somebody else and they let me put it out on a record, like, that's what those were. And there hasn't been a bootleg in a while. Like I could go back and like, compile all these verses that I've done for other people and find out if they'll let me put it out on a compilation. Uh, yeah, like uh, Menacide, man, it's been a long time. For like like 15 plus years and like he brought me out to Detroit a couple times and we recorded at uh, the disc. We had Gordy in the studio and Prozac in the studio and the Saltine was there. Um, that was I don't remember what year that was, but I went out. I went out to Grand Rapids too and recorded with him out there. Um, there's just so much, like, like built into the history that it's crazy. If I had a timeline, that would be great. I'm just like the worst with like keeping records of, of everything. I had a, I had, I had a, a a book of flyers of shows for like the first like five years, but then it just became too much. For even me to keep up with that's that's what so, one of one's about though man is is, is keeping yeah. a record of everything and trying to trying to get it like down so you know 20 years from now when people are like man nasty blew the fuck up what was what was you know what was the fuck with the beginning of his career they could go back to wicked 101 and be like oh shit you know he had this shit with class back before i didn't you know you know what i'm saying like that's yeah, the, that's yeah. the type of shit that i'm trying to accomplish with this is like uh oh yeah you know absolutely keep it a record so to speak but um Continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, but yeah, like, uh, like if we're looking at discogs, and like before six to the six point six was heavy hitter spring training, and then okay, so in between those two things, like uh, uh, spring training and stick, 
there i got in touch with this, this dj called uh dj 31 degree and he was doing these mixtapes and he would let me get like a freestyle on the mixtape if i did the album cover or if i you know bought so many copies he would let me get on the record and so like records he would break records like gg records and like southern music and i would get on those and then i would send people to like a mixtape there was like a website where you could buy mixtapes and i asked people like hey if you go buy this cd that i host i think i got one you let me host it you go buy the cd that i host from the mixtape site so like show this dj that i have value i will send you a free record and like that record was the sticks to the 616 record right so that that record came free to anyone that went to like the buymixtapes.com and bought that dj 31 degrees record that he let me host because i was just trying to show the guy like hey i have value i got people that will buy records you know just let me do something right yeah. so uh how's mcnasty or uh Menacee doing nowadays man like i i, I heard that he was uh he wasn't doing too good, man. Have you have you heard any updates? I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about it on here, but yeah, yeah, he's you know he's hanging in there. Like I, you know, going through some tough times, so he can use all the love and prayers that people can can give him. Uh, like he, you know, that's a dude. He's been recording again. So you know, he thought that Rain Supreme was gonna be it, but man, that's fits in his blood. Like, he's he's recording again. Like, yeah. Oh, of course. He's he just like. I got the itch, man. I got to do something. And he sent me the tracks. The tracks was dope, you know. So, yeah. like, you know, like, the, like, like I said, that guy's a machine. You know, he'll he he's an he, MC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he he is he's a spitter. He's a rhymer. He's he, he can flow. Like he's he's got the whole package, man. I'm, I'm I'm I mean, frankly, I'm 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 surprised that he isn't dare I say on a much higher level. You know. Uh, in the game, you know, what I mean, it just, just uh, because he's got the talent for it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, it's you know, it's, it's talent and marketing, and like I yeah. think that's where you know a lot of us underground guys like we, you know, it's always about the music and, and not as much about the marketing, and like well, we gotta be on it all the time. It's tough, you know, because you, uh, especially if you're trying to like you're like me and you're trying to do everything yourself, you know, it's like. I have a day job for one, you know what I'm saying? As you do, you know what I mean? And uh, just getting that hustle, you know, going 100% of the time that you need to, it's 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 not easy, you know. So, but anyways, uh, shout out to Mc, uh, to Men- I, I keep saying McNasty because we're talking McNasty. Shout out to Menaside. So like, shout out know. to Menaside, man. Uh, he's always <laughs> been super all... cool. So. Yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, then we uh, we move on to uh, if I'm lost and over shit, like if you got like man, we should talk about this, you know, just stop me, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. Uh, but pieces of broken man, it looks like that was when you first. Uh, um, it said intrinsic records, right? So that was the. Oh first. yeah, intrinsic. That was like the first record that like he put it out and like like intrinsic, like he put me on to like so much shit, like he was like. Yo, we can press the record. I can get you in stores in Japan. I can get you digital distribution. And at the time, like digital distribution wasn't something that was like, you know, like like nowadays, like you can just go to DistroKid and like put everything up in the world, you know, if right. you want. And 
put it on every outlet. But back then, it was it was a little bit more difficult to get records um, accepted by places like iTunes, you know. And um, he he did that. He used a, a, a distribution company called Orchard. He got me my records sold in Japan through a place called RV Records, and it was my first fully pressed, you know, like. Um, 2000, Blue Legged 2004 was a Glassmaster CD, so it wasn't a CDR, but uh, Pieces had like the 10 booklet and like we went all out for it and I, you know, like it's the record that I wanted to put out, you know, there were songs that, that, that came out before the album that were supposed to be on the album that didn't make the album because like that's, this is the album that I wanted to put out. If you, if you could, uh, if somebody's watching this right and they've never heard of you they don't know your music what do you think you would point them to to check out first like what are you most proud of you know like is there a song a video uh an album that you think would be a good introduction to mcnasty getting them hooked like, on your music like, like pieces has everything on it so like as far as like live show stuff like Keep saying my name and in a daze on that record are like the the tracks from that album that um, that go over live. But there's like so many like deeper emotional cuts on the record. Um, Let me sleep and thousand words or less and uh, everything will never be are like more like like heartfelt emotional record on there. And I I think that's where kind of like where I connect to people more is like when I'm just like honest about how I'm feeling. You know, there's like two, there's two crowds for me, but like one is like the people that like the wit and the other people. And we just got a froze up nasty. Did I freeze? You froze. You, you said oh, the wit and then you froze up, but you're back now. Oh, okay. So it was like the wit and the emotion, you know? So like people like either one or the other, or they like both. And that's what makes a McNasty fan or someone, you know, that like my music, if you can like ride the wave of both. Right. So um, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, you might want to kick Machete off the uh, Wi-Fi there. Uh, if, he's, if he's watching pornography or something. Oh you know, no. That, that might be why you're breaking up. I'm just saying, you know? There's... I think it's like it's like four o'clock, so it's like the highest traffic time. Like all these kids get out of school. And... Oh yeah, yeah, it's probably not helping. Um, all right, so uh, what was next, man? What was what came what came next? Um, like right around when, when pieces was happening, it was like when like the whole riffraff thing was going down. We had the riffraff crew in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and that like consisted of like. Dub and Scotty D coming up from Dallas and meeting up with like Psycho Scott, Fort Smith, and then, you know, collectively, like, like as far as like rappers, it was like me and Shy One and Big Slack, LeVay, and Gruesome was in the mix, um, also with that. And we just did the, we went to the, to our Fort Smith, Arkansas, and played shows in the basement that was called the Foundation. And they painted the basement up and drank Jägermeister and smoked weed and, you know, just had crazy parties. And, like, it was, it, it, it was so cool at one point. Like, there was, like, they were bringing out Lavelle and, like, 
ABK to play shows, and there was like, I want to say Lavelle was out at a basement party show, but then like an ABK was when like the foundation actually had a venue in Fort Smith, and there were riffraff shows in Dallas too, and we played shows that uh, I want to say there was like Division One, and there was like a, a class had his anarchaic release party down there, and man, Shy One killed that, and like Shy One is like he was a dude, you know, live like like the best show and uh like like low like national touring groups were afraid to play after shy one because they knew the crowd was there for shy one and you had groups coming from michigan and from the east coast and they would they wanted shy one to headline go after because like they wanted they didn't want the crowd to be dead before they got onto onto the stage because man shy one was just like killing like those are like my favorite memories like shy one performances in dallas and arkansas i mean he was making moves back in the day man because i I remember um before i did wicked 101 i had like a little internet show called now you know and i'd I'd run up on motherfuckers at uh shows and interview him and him in class did one for me a long time ago i should try to dig that up play that but yeah shy one was the dude man um all you guys were spitters though man like every everybody you're talking about like it's just so much talent out there man it's 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 like fuck i don't know oh yeah and like and 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 that's the thing too is like riffraff was like a crew and i don't know if it was ever intended to be like a record label or anything but i was i was gonna ask you that those guys did everything you know like like Psycho Scott and uh, and that whole riffraff crew drove up to, to Pontiac, Michigan at Club Chargos in December of, I want to say December 2006 to play the Big Baller Show. Like, I got to play the Big Baller Show, and that's a whole other story in itself. Um, did I freeze up again? No. I'm just, I'm just, okay. I'm just listening, bro. Like I'm just, okay. I'm just sitting yeah, here. You, you know, wanna, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a student in my own class, man. Like, okay, like, like, I, like, long story short, like, Twisted invited me to play. Like, Twisted invited me to play Big Ballers was, was great. Was a crazy story in itself, but I'll, I'll leave that one alone. That's, like, you can have Fritz tell you that story. Why, why just tell um, him, man? School him. What's the story? Um. So, uh, like, there was, you know, from what I can gather, like, (laughs) well, that, like, lit up some other people. And so Jamie says, I thought they were talking about McNasty. And so I have that, I took that little uh, phrase and I put it on, like, I used to make beats. And so, like, my, my, my beat tag was Jamie Madrock saying, I thought they were talking about McNasty. So apparently, like, apparently they played a show with somebody. I'd never played a show with Twisted up until this point. So apparently they played a show with somebody that was acting like a diva that wasn't Necro, that wasn't Q-Strange, and that wasn't me. It's like, I could see how Necro could kind of look like Q-Strange, but I don't think I look like Necro at all. I don't think any of you guys look like either any of you. I don't know. It's like like Guy Fieri and Violent J looking alike. They don't look alike. Right, Um, right. But uh, but anyway, so Fritz calls me and he says, you know, hey, like, you know, 
we're sorry about the misunderstanding and they invited me like can you come down and be on the purple show dvd and i was like man i live in oklahoma i'm like 21 driving hours away and he was like we thought you we thought you were from from around here and i was like no i guess maybe because i played shows in saginaw or whatnot they thought that i was from there right like no i'm not i'm you know i'm from oklahoma and so like uh, like sometime after that, Fritz calls and says, "Hey, you know, Twisty wants to invite you to play uh, Big Ballers." And I was like, "Okay, I can make it happen." You know, I got a few weeks to prepare, prepare for the drive, and like Riff Raff was down to ride. So I drove to from Oklahoma City to Arkansas, Portsmouth, Arkansas. The dude Eddie at the tattoo shop gave me my Riff Raff tattoo, and then we rode 21 hours to to Detroit area and I call I'm like I've got my show set on a on an iPod and uh, the guy from psychopathic like Billy says he wants your show on an ADAT I was like I don't have an ADAT so like I, I'm in Michigan and I find a, a studio that's like 45 minutes away to transfer my show set from to a dad TV tape a little, little dad tape yeah yeah a cassette yeah and so yeah. like i get that done and then i you know drive back to pontiac to play this show the sound check everything checks out okay like i'm you know i'm super amped like twisted had invited me to play i'm backstage violent jay is like yo there's presents on the under the tree on the stage just throw those out into the crowd this is the night for the juggalo it's a night to celebrate you guys just go have fun I get up on stage, four songs in, the ADAT like fails and rewinds all the way back to the beginning. Oh, and then they can't, get, they can't cue it up and play it again. And so I did like, I, you know, so I'm up there for like nine minutes and then the, the ADAT explodes. And, oh, <laughs> and, man. We've all and, had those and, moments though, bro. And I, and I do an acapella and like, Merry Christmas, y'all. Good night. You know, and like I feel awful. Like I, man, yeah. these guys. I took all this play, and I just had the worst set. And you know, yeah. Like, like Jamie's like, no, nah, man, it was cool. It was cool. Like I'm just like I was feeling like super bad. Yeah. Um, but you know, then they invited me to the gathering next year. I played that the show went off without a hit. Oh, but the but the the shit right there. Like I'm playing off an ADAT, and then Boondocks goes to the stage and runs his audio off an iPod. And I'm just like these motherfuckers are fucking with me, right? Like they just they they had me run through the hoops just to see if I would. So, oh man! I don't know. I felt like it was like like I feel like those guys like they come from like the wrestling world, so they'll just rib anybody. And I feel like it was like a rib. Like yo, this motherfucker really went out and got an A dat. <laughs> well, look, look. Actually, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because back in the day, they used they used to ask Vita bring dats too and uh i i had to show up with dads before and it's funny because uh i actually you know i I, it was always a fucking problem i always had to like where the fuck am i gonna go to get this on a dad where the fuck am i gonna go to get this on a dad and uh i eventually found like this pristine dat machine at a a used uh, music around right and uh i bought the motherfucker for 50 bucks this was here's you know and it was like, right after I bought that, never needed a dad ever again. It was, it was, it was fucking ridiculous. But um, do we? Do, are you? Are you skipping again? God damn it! 
Nasty. Am I? Oh, you did. You, well, I didn't know if you were just looking at your phone because it looked it like it looked like caught you like you were looking down. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I my day sure. job boss. I I just turned a, a video that I edited in, and my boss just sent me a like this is epic. I was like, dude, I know it took me three weeks to do. Like it should have only taken me four hours, but in three weeks. Oh man. So, so, so let's so let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit, man. Um, I mean, unless you want to continue. Uh, I mean, is there any anything I missed as far as as far as your albums and stuff? Ah, uh, we can switch gears. Like, uh, like man, in 2012, I did a, a runaway train of thought with Never So Deep, and we're finally doing the follow up. So, like, uh, Kane was supposed to have me a mix of a new song. Like, we've done some new songs for uh, another record. Um, unfortunately, he had uh, someone in his family pass and had to be at a funeral, so couldn't get it mixed. But we'll have some. We'll have a new new record for you guys. So, so you you doing a whole project with Never So Deep then, or? Yes. Yeah. Is it is it like a McNasty project or is it like a side group or what? Are we... like, like no, it's a McNasty project and like just like Runaway Train of Thought was like uh like really like heavy emotionally. Like that's what me and Kane worked with best. And like this is like a ghetto trance project so you know how kane has this like straight like grimy hip-hop records and then he has this ghetto metal and then he has like his ghetto trance which is like uh going through the motions part two um which i sent over to you is like along the lines of like what he calls ghetto trance and there was a razakel record that he did recently called heroin it's a ghetto trance record um so it's gonna be all of that and it's like super heavy emotional content i was telling him the other day that like i recorded one of the songs and then like the entire the next day i had a bad day the entire day just because like i was thinking about you know everything i said the previous night in the video session so it's really like stuff like just like really beating myself up or like you know really like super analytical like emotional shit. right well Sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, here's for sure. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of other aspects to what you do for the underground, man. Like, you, uh, um, you know, you, you do that, the graphic art stuff, you know. Let's talk about that real quick. Uh, what, what all have you done in terms of, I mean, obviously you could list it all, but what, what, oh, are, what are some, what are some career highlights for, uh, the artwork stuff that you've done? So like your record, like the mind dissection record, I feel like that's a highlight. Just like the layout and everything. You provided like killer pictures for me to like work off of. Right. But like overall it's like I think it's like one of the thickest, most like uh, you know, thoughtful covers that is, you know, in underground music and that's not I'm not yanking your chain or anything. But I remember like one day you asked me like you know, will you do the Broken Mirrors cover? And I was, like, super intimidated. Like, dude, I'm not that good. You know, I, I didn't want to just, like, deliver crap, you know? <laughs> so, like, uh, so, I, you know, I think I was, like, kind of like, uh, maybe, I don't know. And you found someone in a stick. That cover came out dope, too. Right. Um, I've done, you know, more than 50 UGH CDs. Like, after, like, 51, like, Aaron Lauder was doing some of the artwork. Um uh, Legion did one of them, but you know, for the most part, when it comes to like the printing and the pressing of the record, like I'll put all of their elements together into creating the uh, the art for that. Um, there's been a few, like there's the Apocalypse one, that's the uh, Peach and Chong parody cover, 
that's one of my favorite out of that uh, UG8 series. Um, uh, the Snoop Dogg one, a uh, UGH28, where I, I like mimic the mimic the like the doggy style cover. Right, like that one's pretty dope. Uh, Menified's Drugs album cover, it's like a, a, a favorite of people. Uh, I like that one. Um, man, I just, I've done so much that it's. I like, know, I know. Like, like if you like. Like if I had them all in front of me, like I could be, oh, I like that one. I like the Runaway Train of Thought cover. I did that one. That's one of my favorite like Photoshop type deals that I've ever done. Um, you also did. Uh, you also spray painted my logo back here for Magic Ninja once uh, yeah. they decided to uh, fuck with me and uh, put me on Magic Ninja. And yeah, I'm amped about that. Like that. That was that's dope. And I and I've do, I've done some other stuff. I did something for the Twisted recently. So. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I know. I, I know a little bit about yeah. it, but are you? Right. Yeah, I, I think I can. I, I, I've done some animation, uh, something for the Generation Nightmare Project, and you know, George is ready to use it. He's just working out the final details and like how and when they're going to release it. But yeah, I've got a. I did a you know fully animated video so, for that project, so I'm pretty amped about that. Like I'm, I'm. I'm too, like it's like it's like super cool to me because it's like oh this is like I'm like so on a fanboy level it's like I'm a part of one of their you know projects project yeah. yeah so it's like I you know I contribute you know and I'm able to contribute something to to that legacy you know well look man it's the same for me you know because. I mean, to be honest, man, I was, the day Most Tasteless came out, I went and bought that motherfucker, like, the OG version, you know, like, I was a, I was already a fan, you know what I mean, and so, I mean, I've been, it's, that's 20 years ago, you know, more than 20 years ago, and now I, I help them out behind the scenes, and I, fuck, I got my own show on their, on their Facebook page, you know what I'm saying, so it's, uh, on a fanboy level, I, I can relate with you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, you know, like, like as, from a fan level, like I went to like an in store for, uh, for Twisted in, you know, it was Matt, it was Mirror Mirror, um, and like I had drawn them, and they're like in a field of pot leaves, and they're cut through with some, with some axes, and it's it's really bad. It's like it's like I've got it like in in storage, like, and they were like, man, this is so fresh, you should keep doing this, and then I have like in the Blaze, you dead homie, one less G. Like the original release, there's a page that has like all the fan art in it. I'm like, I did a play uh, spray painted on the wall, and anybody killers pouring out a 40 ounce in front of it, and like that got in that record. And uh, class even has a drawing inside that album cover too. <laughs> um, but uh, but just to just to like hear when you go and like. You know, it could be fan service. It could, you know, they could be really feeling it or whatever. Just to like, like have that encouragement, like, yo, this is fresh as fuck, you know. And like, it kept me going, like things like that, just to keep people, like, you know, you know, say that, you know, like that they're that they're feeling it, like, kept me going. Because right. uh, you know, I deal with a lot of self doubt, you know. Like, I'm my worst critic. Um, but just to, you know. You know, go through and then like have people appreciate what you're doing. It's like, man, that's so cool. And now, like, I feel like I'm at a level where if I can contribute them to them on a on a level 
um, that's, you know, album level, you know, that's fucking dope. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, like, put it into words. Well, look, man, you've been grinding for, for how long now? 20 years at least? So, yeah. uh, you know. I wouldn't beat yourself up, man. You're a, you're a dope artist in a lot of ways, man. Lyrically, on the mic, everything, and in total package. And, uh, you know, the same goes for your art skills, too, man. So I got mad respect for you, man. And uh, um, so, look, man, why don't we uh, why don't we do this, man? We still got your 101 bars to do. Uh, oh, yeah. Why don't you want to you want to take a little break and uh, make sure you're ready for it? Oh, and then, yeah. Or do you want to just go for it? Um, let's do that so I can get some water and then, uh, okay. yeah. Hey man, we'll get, we'll get, get your water in. Uh, let me queue up a track real quick here. Uh, which one should I play for man? You want to do like the hitcher or going through the uh, motion? Yeah. 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 The hitcher is like from last year, devil's night. And like, that's like a big deal. Like, let me just talk on devil's night real quick. Like men aside, put out this compilation. It was like from through the wicked underground, uh, forum on horrorcore.com way back in the day like compiled all the artists like everyone like turned in music give people a soundtrack to the halloween season to devil's night and um last year uh did the devil's night track i got a, a beat from bad mind and uh made the song the hitcher probably did it like a week or so before you know the deadline bought the beat made the song and records with uh 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 Ala Duilu and the venomous five track that's on uh, uh the almighty record and he's super dope he's been doing it a long time too right all right so, yeah so Witcher from last year's devil's night all right man well with that man we'll uh we'll cut you off the screen for a second and then um we will uh we will cut to this break man and we'll be right back on Wicked 101. Yup. And we back on Wicked 101. McNasty, you there? Yup, yup. Oh, there you are. So look, yup, yup. So, like, I was just going to tell you before you start, uh, first of all, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. But, but second of all, when... It's only uh, 100 bars. When, yeah, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully you, you, you're not a breed. Uh, after Staples yeah. did this, you know, he, he, we were off camera, and he said to me, uh, he said to me, uh, I bet, I bet uh, McNasty already has uh, half his half his verse written. Like, like he, <laughs> he knew, he knew that you would you would you would come with something for this, because uh, you're just that dude. I mean, we we literally talked about it, but um, anyway, uh, he also said to say good luck. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna I'm turn like, uh like a lug, right? Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my beat down. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mute my mic, and then it's all you from there. All right, brother. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Let's 101 bars live on Wicked 101. Give it up for McNasty. Yo yo yo. It's a bad mind beat. I'm gonna. It's gonna play. Yeah yeah. Here we go. Yo. Shout out to Staples. Yo, my whole clique from the nether void. Peace to gangsta nip and the ghetto boys. They spit it wicked, committed to massive violence. Way before they were digging graves in Staten Island. 
Before Shady stuck nails into his eyelids and long before Hop was a style you could ride with. When the poetry was insane, when you needed substance to check the red rum in your pen game. This a triple nine omen, the seven seal broken, flatline while the barrel's still smoking. Slugs from a 45 will leave you in the devil's grove with the unholy boogeyman approaching. You on notice, a barge in your home, choke it till you blue like a gargamel foe. Gag you with ropes and I'll stash you alone in a room of shrunken heads like a Razakel show. This type of shit is not for the timid. When Lynch said let's eat, then Big Lurch did it. Rappers catching bodies just by living out their gimmicks. The shock value ain't got limits. I make the lead rain and I laugh ha 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 as I blast ya. Send another whack rapper out to pasture. If you be sorry, motherfuckers gas you up, then you'll burst into flames even faster. My resume is a who's who of Southwest voodoo, black magic, spellcasted gurus. I've seen friends on the evening news wearing Hannibal masks during interviews. My vampires know yoga and kung fu and serve A1 Yola to your whole crew. The only cipher I admire is LU and the best to ever do it are Gino and Q. It's hell standard time, that's 11.34. See the devil in the moon, a body on the floor, got a shoddy with a grip, a rusty circle saw, make my motherfucking day, it's the whole of the law, you'll never be savage as Castro, since 06 been an asshole, I done smashed shows with the present and the past greats, but who really keep a tab so, we pushed real life product in the crowd now, everybody sends a link to their SoundCloud, safe and cozy so you never leave your mom's house, but it's haunted by the ghostly Loki so you fucked pal. Now listen up, dipshits, fun time click. It's me, dubs, eight legs, and whip stick. Keep it ugly as a pig wearing lipstick. Not triple six, but the style's still mystic. Went head to head with V for a contract. And I still think I won that. Sour grapes don't age like wine. Here's a fun fact. You could go stuff that in your blunt rap. Went with KGP to find God with stitch mouth that lost my mind on Red Dawn. Took a third shift job, so my eyes always bloodshot. All these white crosses littered on my lawn. This is cryptic wisdom, not nonsense. Smoke a J, cast a hex on your projects. When we blaze for the homies that we lost, bet we gon' drive by and kill anybody who is not set. I've been fan with the murder mitten menace, man. Since when Kane wore the mask with the pentagram. Before Necro blocked me on aim in his gory days, he ain't gonna hear this anyway. I was locked in bedlam with Kirk D. They gave us Prozac for the menace every week. I was thinking MCs couldn't write any darker than the sickest shit ever came from Van Dyke and Harper. A lot of y'all sound the same and it's not cool. A lot of y'all look the same, but you're not sore. Get caught in the dark in your costume. We'll throw you in the trunk or get slumped when we spot you. Long live evil and all church disciples. Kill your idols before they become rivals. Everyone is after the same title. Are we busy burning pages from the Bible? In 2008, infect was the mission. 11 years later, the chemical threats ain't diminished. A clown who would eat off the scene got me bitching when they turned up the heat. That fool shut down the kitchen. This a bank hard beat though. Inspired by the twins from the freak show. If I hear you talking shit on my team, bro, I drop kick you from the stage like I'm Gmo. Your weak flows don't make no waves in dark water in the land of the cutthroat particle sun slaughter. I don't mean to be a killjoy, but let's keep it real. None of y'all is sicker than Ill Bill. His whole style with Gore-Tex, that's non-fiction. Killer C added liquid in the plot thicken. Mosh Pit in the back, call me Mosh Pitting. Competition. Mom. Yo, fuck it. <laughs> oh, man. Let me try to catch it again. Yo, look, look.
Man, you hold got up, this. hold up. Oh. I'm gonna catch it. Damn it. Where were you yo, at? What was Yo, like, yo. Just to know my competition, so monolithic. I am a god spitting, trying and not gifted, lying and not wicked. You'll never be gruesome as dark flow. My roots in the scene are deeper than y'all know. Behind the curtain, the front and center stage, I'm grateful when you mention my name. But the work ain't done till I'm buried in the dirt. Should've killed the fetus long before birth. 20 years later and I'm still picking up the pieces. God knows I wouldn't believe it. All praise Psycho Jesus. That's 101. You were so close. I was like, I was like 11 off. Ah. That was dope though, man. That was super dope. That was super dope. That's the dope. line, like body count, the rap show while I'm mosh pitting. Stare at broken mirrors just to know my competition. That's like, ah. Oh man, look, don't beat yourself up on that, man. It's hard, that's why it's a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, not oh, easy. shit. No, oh, man. I, I thought it was dope, though. Thank oh, you for man. doing that, man. I know, I know. Staples told me to say thank you too, man. We, uh, we appreciate you. Yo, uh, yo, man. If, man, if I would have hit that line, I would have been free. Like body, who, who lose body count the rap show full of mosh pit and stare at broken mirrors just to know my competition, man. Bro, look, it's. Not uh, I'm gonna beat myself up now. Rapid ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I just uh, I just open up the line for callers, man. Um, so oh, anybody, no. want, anybody got some uh, shit talking or they got uh, some questions yeah, for McNasty? Like, uh, so finish that shit. Put that video out. Where's the next album? Why aren't you like this? Right, right. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Right. Well, all lines are open. So look, uh, while oh, we're yeah. waiting to see if anybody calls in, man, uh, what do you want to plug, man? What you got coming up next? Man, uh, I've been doing this like uh, UGH 69 contest, and I think that uh, Will, like, Intrinsic told me that I'm on the Hustling song, so that's great. But, like, they got those, those two other songs, uh, actually three other songs on that contest they're doing. Like, that contest is closed, but, like, the next uh, UGH is going to be Alazuilu, and I think that Aaron is, uh, in Australia is going to be doing Forever Faces uh, drawings for artists if they want them. Like, I'm super amped about that. I don't know like where I'm gonna fall in contributing to uh, UGH 70, whether it be uh, artwork or uh, video for the Toy Gory 2, which is starring Jamie Madrox. Um, Pity Party Rockers is coming out with uh, Never So Deep Records and Sutter Kane. Uh, we got that going. Um, full Scale Riot, we're gonna do it like, like class delivered me a whole record, you know? He's like, just put your parts in, let's do it, you know? Hey, we got, amazing. We got a caller. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Who is it? Oh, uh, I don't know. Looks like they uh, looks like they hung up. Well, try calling again. Uh, I, I I hit it too late. My bad. Oh, here we they go. They realized they didn't. They realized they didn't. Uh, fuck, no, I was. No, they, they, they hung up on me that time. That time, it wasn't my fault. Um, I don't know who it is. 309 number. Do you know anybody in the 309? Nah, Maybe. I is it Stockwell? I don't know who the fuck it is. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know why they're uh, why they're hanging up too early. Okay, here we go. Let's try it. Caller, are you live on the air? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, it's Stockwell. Hey, it's Stockwell. What's up? It's Stockwell. Yo, yo, yo. What up, bro? Like. All right. So I, I know. I'm... 
first things first, uh, I mean, you tripped up at the end, but you, that was like 407 subliminal shouts or direct that people will have to listen to two or three times to catch them all. That shit was genius. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I have uh, I have praised you it's you and in public a thousand times. I'll do it a thousand times more. You're still amazing to this day, as always. And uh, uh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up was, remember that show in Cincinnati in the wrestling ring where oh, uh, Defect didn't get to play? How can yeah, we forget? Is uh, ADR LeVay. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Adia Levey played for like an hour and twenty or something. And then it <laughs> yeah. got, and then the show got shut down. And it was a wrestling school, yeah. and they didn't like, they didn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that was the, so awesome. No, like, so so then it, it it led me to my next story, which was that my two favorite defect memories are him being absolutely miserable, because that was one of them. And then the other one was a, a gathering incident where he had to walk up like seven hills just to find my camper, and it was him and Vinny. And, and I remember Defect's face, he's like beat red, sweating like a motherfucker. And he just looks at me, he's like, fucking Stockwell, finally! <laughs> those, those are my two favorite Defect memories are him being miserable. So, just be miserable. He, he, you, you just bask in oh. my misery. My, my favorite Stockwell... My, my favorite Stockwell memory is... Uh, being at Stockwell's house and V Sinister like watching Voltron the whole time and uh, some like, girl messaging him calling him Tyrone and so I changed his name to Tyrone King because he's the Tyrant King yeah. of V Sinister and then uh, also uh, doing uh, Necro impressions and also and also the one trip where I was acting like a baby, where I didn't want to like record the verse because I was tired from driving all day, but I didn't want to be like, you guys, I'm so old and tired. You know, I'm super old now, but like, I was like, you're like, get on the track. And I was just like, man, I'm fucking, I just want to sit in a recliner. But then I did the yeah. track the next day. Yeah. It's so fucking dope. One of the greatest collabs in the underground. Yeah, so follow up to that one is that I actually just re-listened to that EP for the first time in years the other day. And, uh, yeah, I, did, I I was really, really drunk, and I spoke for, like, four minutes. And in the yes. one spot, I said, fuck McNasty for not coming down here and recording. And then, because uh, you were, like, upstairs hanging out with my wife. And uh, <laughs> and then you, you took that, you took the loop of me saying that and put it on right before your verse. Do you remember that? Yes. And, and then yes. the other thing is that you make a Misha Tate reference. In that and on that track, that's like, that's like, like we were watching, we were we were watching her fight, and it was the first time I ever saw her fight. I was like, oh man, this chick is badass. Like, yeah, I, re I remember right it very well. We watched we watched her like armbar that girl, and then you made yeah. that reference, and then I like you, I I remember that reference on that track. I was like, oh yeah, holy shit, we were watching those fights. So anyway, I won't take up too much more of your time. The other thing I say, I already said it in there, man. Too bad you only got 25 listeners right now. Hopefully, people watch this. That's uh, oh, yeah, man. 100 bars. Even, even with the trip was awesome. So yeah, man. Like I, I got through, I got through like 88 bars, and then tripped over the body count reference. Why didn't even reference body count in the Wicked song? I don't even know. Like I just wanted to rhyme something with mosh pit, and so I guess whatever. Hey, man. <laughs> 101 bars has got to be filler somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I should. I should All right, y'all. Yeah, take whatever. care. All right, take care. Oh, Thanks yeah. for calling in, man. Yo. Yep.
Stockwell is like the super old school, gold school supporter. Like right. he had the he ran the Wicked Underground music festivals up there. Yeah. Like so, like I got to play shows with like with Gruesome and um, there were, man, there were so many cats. Like I met Third Degree and Fricks from Kansas City at one of his festivals too. Like great shows. Like Clap came up, Shy One, like. Like the whole like riffraff crew mobbed up there, LeBay and Big Flack, we all mobbed up there. Right. Did those, those festivals. They were super awesome. Good shit that people like, we don't get, you know, I mean, we get Gorefest still. Right. Which is super dope. And there's like smaller ones like Lethal, you know, I don't want to call it a small one. Like Lethal Weekend was pretty fucking huge this year. And then you get like Five, Six Fest and stuff like that. But those like Wicked Stock, like Prozac used to put on. Like, we don't see those a lot right now. Right. Yeah, that's for sure, man. You know, we gotta, we gotta bring it back. Not we can stop, but yeah. something like it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like something like Gorefest. Maybe like on the other, you know, maybe earlier in the year. Maybe something Mark, you know. Yeah, maybe over, uh, maybe our August. neck of the woods here in Detroit or something. Yeah, yeah. Like in, like Michigan is the, is the spot for it. Because like, yeah. You guys, there's so much like horrorcore, wicked shit, acid rap. It's just so centralized up Ohio, Michigan. You know, it's right. like that's the thing. You know, right, right. That's where to have it. Like the sickest oh. motherfuckers come up there. Like Gordy, Gordy is like, like, oh, he's so awesome. Like I can't, I can't. When I think about Gordy, look at like, you being like, a little fanboy. I know, man. Like you gotta like like give respect. Like you know, like you you when you hear someone and like they're just like talking that shit, and you're like it gives you the face. Like Gordy has always been, you know, one of those guys. You know, for me, it's just like there's like there's like levels to this shit. You know, it's like right. you see, like you know, like you know, monoxide. You know, just his progression over the last twenty years. Like he he's insane now. You know, like back in the day, it's like, you know, yeah, I mean, like the songs were, were super dope, you know, but like, this is like level of like, like his technical skill level is like super high now. Right. It's, you know, you listen to like stuff on Generation Nightmare, like, like the, like the rap stuff and it's just like, man, he is going in. Something new is, that's like, that verse is just, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No, nah, I feel you, man. I feel you. Well, look, uh, you got anything oh, else? Uh, uh, Stir Crazy says I should talk about my new collab track. Oh, oh, Stir, Crazy produced a, Stir Crazy produced a track and Blaze Your Dead Homies on the hook. It's called Dead Don't Sleep. It's a fucking banger. That sounds so, familiar. Why, why, did, why does that sound familiar? It'll be on UGH70 because you, you uh, engineered the session and I had to send you the, the right session because... I'm an idiot, and I had a I had a a vocal track linked or a, a beat track linked from another folder. So I wonder if I'll get I wonder if I'll get engineering credits for that one. That one that one's going on UGH. UGH seventy. Oh yeah. Don't forget my engineering so, credits. Maybe maybe send me a fucking copy, man, for the wall. Fuckers. Oh yeah yeah. Not I'll you, that, but sure. the fuckers. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm the fuckers like like a. <laughs> Like over here, like there's like like that's all the merchandise and stuff like on the wall back over there. So I don't know. Yeah. 
That's like the UGH store. Like you can buy some UGH shit. Oh Whatever. shit! I don't know what else. Like my high school, high school high thing, and all my eBay T-shirts that I got over there for sale. Hey man, we got another caller. Caller, what's your name? Where oh, you calling man. from? Yo, what's up? This is Eight Legs. What would you say your name was? Oh, Tony McNass. It's Eight Legs. Check oh, Eight Legs. Hey. Eight Legs. Eight Legs. What? Well, before I let you talk to McNasty. I got a bone to pick with you, actually. Oh no! What though? I was just gonna say I hit you up on Instagram, trying to get. I was trying to. I was. I was trying to. Man, I was trying to get a shirt made for Wicked 101, and uh, I wanted you to do it, man. And you never hit me back. Why you? Why? 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 Why you do that to me, bro? Because I got drunk in June and lost my phone, and I have no access to my Instagram DMs anymore. That's a good reason. All right, continue. Uh, yeah. You're live. You're live with McNasty. Dude, I fucking love you. I just wanted to say this. Oh, I love you too, bro. Did you hear the verse? I, I gave you the shout out. Like, I, I made sure to... Oh, yeah, no. I'm sitting here with my yeah. wife, and she listens. She just called me a bitch ass. She's sitting in there, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like, my lady's in the other room. She Killed like, that shit. Rap, rap, rap. <laughs> oh, <I'm> talking about <laughs> rap. <laughs> hey, man. Killed that shit, man. That's what it's about. Thank you. Eight Legs kills everything. Like, Eight Legs is like... Like I didn't like if he didn't rap so good, I'd be like, oh yeah, he's a good, he's he's a great graphic designer. I'll give that on. You know, he could he's a better art illustrator than me. He's, yeah, he's good, but you know, he raps amazingly well as well. So it's like fuck, you know. Like now I gotta deal with someone else that I can do everything. <laughs> no, you're perfect. You're a perfect yeah. human. Luckily, both of our egos sit in the same room. <laughs> Hell yeah! Just want to say I love you, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like buy those, uh, buy those super famous fun time guy records. Those, uh, um, I'm on the first one, and I'm on uh, how do you fit a cassette in the discography? And then I might be on the Whipstick solo record, I think. But uh, were you distant? My dude. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I take I take out all my frustration on you. I'm sorry, man. I'm glad I can be that outlet for you. I'm glad you lost your phone because it has all those incriminating messages I sent you. I wouldn't care. I'd just be like, when am I getting nudes? <laughs> oh, man. Facebook Messenger never goes away. Well, look, man. I, I want to get with you on that shirt collab, man, if, if it's something you're interested in doing. So I'll, I'll hit you up. Or uh, where? How, how can I get a hold of you, man? If I can't hit you up on Instagram. Oh. Yeah, I guess call my wife that or fucking just try or find me on Facebook and then hope I look at it. All right, so it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I'll That's... figure it out. That or dude, talk to Bill Cox or something. I have emails. I just no phone, so it sucks ass, and I don't look at anything. Well, all right. Yeah. I'll find you. Don't shit. Find me. How about that? Why don't you find me? All right. That'll be easier. perfect. All right. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling hey, in, man. I appreciate it. I, and no I think problem. I'm wearing an eight, I think I'm wearing an eight-leg shirt you, right now. Love you, bro. Like, this dirty shirt is an eight-leg design. That was dope. I, I didn't mean... I, I, maybe I razzed him a little too hard. Uh, I, I've literally been checking my Instagram uh, messages every day, waiting for him to re respond, because 
Um, I, I, I want a shirt made. Just send a message to the. Just to send a message to the super famous Funtime guys Facebook page. Okay. Like I know that he posts on there because like he really like. You could tell it. You could tell it when it's legs, especially when he's very like demeaning to wit. Right. Post. So. <laughs> but yeah, man, eight legs, one of the best. Like this dirty shirt, the eight legs. I think I got more eight legs designs shirts and uh, Justin Parker uh, Killer Tour horrible home video shirts. Like are like a majority of my collection of these. Like, uh, yeah, That's, those guys are awesome. For sure, man. Well, anything else you want to uh, plug or prop before we sign out of here? And not really. Like, I've got a, I got a Halloween show in Tucson. Um, oh, did you? I is that what you uh, said? You sent me the uh, the graphics for that, right? Yeah, I think so. Let me uh, got, uh, let me take you off the screen for a second, and then um, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I just got to do that before I show them. I'm gonna put it on the screen. Just give me a second. I'm running five That's fucking computers. That's uh, a lot. Here we go. Okay, so this Halloween habit. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So stack styles. Uh, I am Gilgamesh. I'm Gilgamesh. Book me for the show. Stoner uh, Jordan's gonna be there. Myself. It's like October 25th. Um, it's uh, down in uh, in Tucson. Um, so that'll be cool. Like it's free. I'm gonna do all comedy stuff. I'll dress like Macho Man. It'll be a fun time. And then uh, the show. I've got a show next weekend, the 29th of September. I think there's another, uh, which is the Sandbox Music Festival. Um, I, I couldn't find your name on this flyer, man. Yeah, it's not on there, but I'm like on the website. So this is like the only flyer that I can find. Oh. Okay. Uh, but there's like 30 artists performing. Uh, I'll be on at three o'clock. Uh, so Lil Nas X is gonna headline. We got some uh, other like country rap dudes. Uh, Second Chance, he's pretty awesome. Big Murph is in there, and then who the fuck is just in time on the show? Also, Dynasty the Mexican Thuggalo is on there. Um, I'm give shouts out to my man uh, Dynasty, who's got me as part of Respect the Wicked Underground, which is uh, myself, EPZ. Um, the wicked one, uh, donut, and dynasty. Like we're uh, affiliated with Respect the Underground, which is a local uh, record label and concert promoter here in the Phoenix area, and uh, we just all combine forces to make shit happen. Dynasty, like super incredible marketing machine. Uh, donut is a incredible videographer. Um, Pookie's D is an incredible internet marketer. He knows, uh, uh, aside from rapping, like, which he's really awesome at. He had a, a couple new songs come out just recently uh, that he's been performing. Um, he does uh, incredible internet marketing for uh, even the likes of uh, m and &E. um, So he's, he's dope. Uh, Wicked One, we, we know who he is. Like, I, I, you should know who he is. Uh, he is an um, incredible rapper, uh, associated with uh, Seventh Steel Entertainment back in the day, and then Mission Infect, and you now he's uh, affiliated with Respect the Wicked Underground now. Um, yeah, and sure. I forget, Donut, Donut, Donut videographer, and 
you know, funny ass comedy rapper. Right. And then I do whatever. I do what I everything. <laughs> well, I got I got something I want to plug really quick if, if I can. Uh, oh yeah. The next episode of Wicked 101 is going to be with Mars. Uh, month month from now. 10, 16, 19, 7 p.m. We're going to oh, push, push it back a little bit. So I have a little bit oh, more yeah. fucking time. I'm not rushing the fuck home. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mars will Hell be yeah. here. Hell yeah. I've done a lot of stuff with Mars. Like, that, that's like, the, that's how the underground is, right? I, I mixed his Zodiac record. I mixed his uh, Schoolhouse Glock, the original one. I did the artwork for Schoolhouse Glock. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, he hit me up. Said he said he uh, had some new singles and shit, and uh, he wanted to come, oh, yeah, yeah. come and uh, come and kick it. So uh, he said, hell yeah. He's got his own uh, recording situation now, and he's able to put those singles out as fast as he can make them. So pretty fucking awesome. All right, well, dude, uh, hell yeah. you got anything else you want to plug before we sign off? No, that's it, man. I appreciate you giving me, you know, so much time on this platform. I appreciate everyone tuning in and hearing me do 88 bars. 88 bars. <laughs> well, look, if it's well, cool, look. if it's cool with you, I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that out and share that just that part of the, the episode, uh, so you, okay. you have a little shareable version of it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Like, and I'll tell people like once you get to the four minute ten second mark, you can just turn it off. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, no, man. we'll do it. Like, I'll do a studio version, and we'll put it on Spotify or whatever. It'll be cool. Yeah, for sure, man. That'll be dope. I'll share it on Wicked 101, man. You know, and, and anything you got, you got, you want to plug, man. Uh, for real, man. I've been trying to tell the underground motherfuckers, like, if you got something you want me to push on the show, send it to me. But nobody sends me shit. And then they bitch. Where do they, what do they send it? Do they send it to MME Radio at... At twisted.com, you could you could send it yeah. to ME Radio at twisted.com, but I have a special one that I use for uh, Wicked 101, uh, Wicked 101 Show at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So either one, really, uh, I'll get either one of them. So um, you know, if you got something you want me to plug, show coming up, whatever the fuck it is, you know, or, or just go to wicked101.com. All the information's on there, you know. Um, oh yeah. But, but nobody ever sends me shit, so I just I just you know. The thing is, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do a bunch of research and look at, you know, what's going on in the yeah, underground, yeah. you know, and like download yeah. their flyers and, you know, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, so you, you know, send it to like, me. I've, I've tried to do that before. It's tough. That's a tough deal. Like those guys that like Bango Lovers and uh, Jungle O News and like all, like the Pop DX, like those guys that are scouring for for content. Like that's a tough, tough gig if you're, especially if you're doing it by yourself. Like. At least those, you know, those other outlets have like multiple content creators and writers. You know, right. this, is, this is all you. The 101 is a defect production courtesy of Magic Ninja Entertainment. Man, I just seen it. The homie Menacide's in the chat, man. What up, Menacide? That motherfucker should call in and talk some yeah. shit before we sign off. Oh, yeah. That would be dope. That would be dope. I'm going to I'm gonna just wait to sign off just to see if he'll call in. Hell yeah. We'll just sit in silence and wait. Menacide, call in. We're gonna, me and McNasty are going to do 30 seconds of silence to wait until the stream catches up. You ready? Can you do this?
The number's on the screen, Metaside. I don't need to shoot you the number. It's on the screen. 734-430-0549. Has it froze up or are you just smiling funny? No, I'm just doing that. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen It Chapter 2? No, I've seen the first one. The first one was dope. Did you see the, the preview with like the creepy lady? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the previews oh. or anything yet. Damn, man. I'm kind of slow. I've been so busy, though, man. I understand. Oh, shit. Understand. We, got, we got a caller. Caller, you're live on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yo, it's Menacide. What's up? Oh, man. And Menacide's on the line. Thanks for calling in, brother. How you doing tonight? I'm doing okay, man. I don't know what just happened. He said he's doing okay. Did we lose him? I think we lost him. Ah, I, that's, that's a, all you get. That's a bummer. Yo, it's menacide. He's doing okay. <laughs> that's, all that's, you, like, that's all you get. That's all you get. Like, he's elusive. He's like the Batman. Oh, man. I don't know if somebody else tried to call and knock him out or what. I don't know what happened. I, unfortunately, well, they are, I can't. An asshole. What's that? If they are, they're an asshole. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened. Um, Man, so much luck to Menacide. He's doing okay. He's doing good enough to call in and say what up, Tom. Maybe maybe he'll call back. We we didn't hang up on you, brother. Something happened. I don't know. Look, it's technical difficulties. It's Wicked 101. Shit happens, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, technical difficulties is the story of my life. Maybe, uh, maybe we should wait another 30 seconds in silence. Maybe. Because it, it worked. It actually worked. I know. Like, if you if you stay quiet for 30 seconds, menacide will appear. That's... That's scary. It's like the candy man. Right. Or, or bloody man. Menacide, menacide, menacide. Hey, you stay quiet and, like, focus on the wicked shit and menacide will appear. All right. Well, look. I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna assume that his phone died, and uh, that he he called with the last like two percent of bar that he had. Oh, uh, somebody's calling. Us. Caller, you're live on the air. Who's this? I'm sorry, I can't hear you, caller. I make you out i'm sorry this is good your, your phone apparently sucks caller uh everybody else was able to talk just fine so i don't know what happened that's, not, that's, that's crazy maybe they wanted like I, I heard the word 50 i thought they were like what i don't know i don't know i'm confused all right we're losing control of the show we're losing control of the show i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna real quick What's that? It's gone downhill real quick. Yes, it did. Okay. Look, All right. It's Defect, McNasty, Wicked 101, Magic Ninja Entertainment. We signing off this Tune motherfucker. Tune in to Mars next time. Yeah, Mars on 10-16, I think it is. 10-16, 7 oh, p.m. Yeah. Eastern. All right. Much love, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. Thank you.